0: foreign bank account reporting and your IRA. This is a serious topic. So listen up. If you have a retirement account and own foreign assets or have a bank account in the name of an IRA or entity that's owned by your IRA, you need to listen and watch this because the FBAR rules are no joke. Trust me. So Buckle up because I'm going to get through the FBAR Form 8938 rules, which uh, we all need to know about. So welcome to another episode of Adam Talks. I'm Adam Bergman, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial. And if you go through IRS litigation cases, you'll see a good selection of them are FBAR cases. These are cases the IRS is not messing around with. Okay, this is an area foreign bank account reporting that is no joke. This is an area the IRS takes super 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 seriously. Okay, so there's essentially two filings that you need to think about. The FBAR, which is part of a form 114, that's part that's where the FBAR gets filed. Okay, I some form 114. And then there's Form 8938, which um, is a separate form, which actually gets attached to your tax return, which brings into question all kinds of potential um, procedural requirements for, for how the hell you file this thing. But before I get started and scare the heck out of everyone, remember this. If you invest your IRA or Form K directly, into a foreign asset, or if your IRA owns directly a foreign bank account with more than $10,000, there is an exception for IRAs that will not require you to file the FBAR, the form 8938 and the FBAR form using uh, FinCEN 114. Okay, so that should give you a great sigh of relief because if you, again, and I wanna be clear, if your IRA owns the bank account with more than $10,000 directly in the name of the IRA, or if your IRA owns an entity, a foreign entity has an interest in a foreign asset, and the member, the partner is the IRA, for example, IRA Financial Trust Company, for the benefit of the Adam Bergman IRA, there's an exception for filing the FBAR or Form 8938, which gets you around the requirement. Okay, so that's good. Now you may be saying, okay, now what about the LLC? What happens if I have a self-recorded IRA LLC and my LLC has an interest in a foreign bank account with more than 10,000 bucks or an interest in a foreign asset? How does that work? Well, unfortunately, there's not a lot of guidance. And I would strongly encourage people to probably file, not probably file, the FinCEN 114 F bar and the 8938, and uh, this is why it's all about penalties. So, before we get into the penalties, let's just kind of briefly talk about the F bar, which you reported again on the FinCEN form 114. Essentially, you have to file if you have a financial interest or signature or authority in a financial account outside the US, and if that account is more than 10k in it. Okay, and um, you don't need to file obviously, as I mentioned, if you hold an IRA in which you're the owner or beneficiary, or you have a retirement plan, like a 401k, and you're the beneficiary. So SOLOs are good. The problem is when you get into the LLC world, okay? Because there's no specific exemption for LLCs. So if your IRA owns a single member LLC, and from a tax standpoint, a single member LLC is disregarded, you may think, well, from a tax standpoint, my IRA owns it, so I should be good. I should be able to avail myself of the exemption. Probably is I'm not sure. Okay. And if you're not sure, then you need to be super careful about penalties. Okay. Because the penalties are no joke. Okay. They are super steep. And the IRS, as I mentioned, does not mess around with failure to files. Okay. So basically, if you fail to file an bar, um, the standard penalty for willful. So if there's a willful failure, it's 100k or 50% of the balance, okay. And in some cases, if there's a willful failure file, you can even go to jail, okay. If it's non-willful, it can go 10,000 for each year that you require to file and you haven't filed it. And there's also potential uh, additional penalties um, that can that could boost that uh, penalty even higher. Um, if it's not willful okay as i mentioned it's it's 10k each year and that can keep going up there's multiples um for example if the irs is taking a pre account approach the fbar that means that the person uh could be penalized for each separate account they failed to disclose okay so the potential for penalties go up um irs can find this stuff because they file they require foreign financial institutions to report us accounts so they'll find you okay guarantee it And uh, if you didn't file, file, okay, there's voluntary compliance programs that you can go back, assuming the IRS hasn't found you already, and you can pay to get back into compliance, but don't mess around. So if you have an LLC wholly owned by an IRA as a bank account, more than 10K outside the US, or you will get to the 8938 in a second, file the FinCEN 114, it's due. When you file your return, there's an extension to October 15th, but if you're in the gray area, file it. Okay, if you own the bank account or the asset directly in an IRA or Form K, you're good. There's an exemption. But if you own it through an LLC, single member LLC, a checkbook control, whatever, file the F bar. So the eighty nine thirty eight is another type of form. Generally, if you file the F bar, in most cases, you file the eighty nine thirty eight. The eighty nine thirty eight attach your tax return, which brings into bear how the hell do you file the eighty nine thirty eight since the IRA. Is potentially the owner of the llc so the the way this gets filed is if you have a partnership so you have two iras you have an ira that owns a partnership and it owns an interest in a foreign asset there the partnership would file the f bar the problem is what happens if you have a single member llc single member llc's don't file tax returns they don't fall 1065s it's a schedule c on the 1040. The problem is iras don't fall 1040s how do you even attach the 8938? i've had some clients just file a partnership return even though they only have one owner to attach the 8938 to the partnership return because the penalties are so steep if you fail a failure to file. Okay, so basically you have to file this 8938. If you are a specified person, which we'll get to in a second, and you have an interest in a specified foreign financial asset, and the value of those assets is more than, than 10K. Specified person is basically a US person, um, and then it goes into, uh, Entities, domestic entities. You are a specified domestic entity if you're one of the following. Corp, also a partnership that at least 50% of gross income from passive income. Um, and that's how you kind of get forced into uh, the 8938. So if you have a partnership and you have 50% of its gross income from passive income and you have an interest in a foreign asset, you probably gonna follow the 8938. The issue is if you have a single member LLC, where do you file it? Again, cause you can't attach it to your return. Um, and, and that's where you have some issues. Um, obviously when they thought of these rules and instructions, they really didn't consider IRA LLCs. They basically are like, okay, you're an IRA, you're exempted um, or 401k, you're exempted, you don't have to deal with it. But if the IRA owns the LLC, they just assumed that the LLC would file the 8938, but they didn't really think about the single member LLC situation where the IRA is the sole owner of the LLC and the IRA owner is the manager, how do you file this thing? And um, that's what you need to deal with. So most of the re- if you look at the requirements for filing, most of them are based off your marital status. So that's why some people think this 8938, since it's tied to the tax returns, really not meant for retirement accounts the problem is there's also domestic entity requirements and values of foreign assets and how do you determine foreign assets so i think uh i strongly suggest you file 8938 um attach it to a partnership return if you're a single member LLC. um don't i, I don't think i'd attach it to your individual tax return because you're not the owner of that LLC or ira is and um but again i've heard clients kind Of unsure what to do, and some have attached with their individual return because so they didn't want to follow a partnership return because they're not a partnership. So it's a messy situation. The IRS is not messing around with this stuff, they are st- strongly focused on compliance for um, F bars and 8938s. So just be super, super, super careful. The penalties, just like the F bars, uh, are super high, um, and there's potential criminal uh, exposure too if it's willful. So you don't want to be there. There you do have like reasonable cause exceptions um, to reduce penalties, um, but you know you don't want to be there. So in sum, if you are investing directly in an IRA or four hundred and one k, you don't have to worry about F bars. The LLC is the problem, especially the single member LLC. If it's a multiple member LLC partnership, you could attach the eighty nine thirty eight to the ten sixty five. You can file, obviously, the uh, FBAR and the FinCEN 114 either way. But if it's a single member LLC, I think it's still risky to argue that it's a disregarded entity. And since the IRA owns the LLC, it avails itself of the exemption for FBAR and 89.38. It's risky because the penalties are so huge. And even if you can get around and argue reasonable cause and, and argue your case, you um, you're still gonna pay lawyers to argue for you or accounts, and it just may not be worth it. It's an information return, okay? They just wanna make sure that Americans are reporting their foreign assets. That's all this is about, right? We remember um, reading about in the 90s, people having money in Swiss bank accounts. Um, you've probably heard about you know, Panama Papers and people hiding their funds outside the United States. The IRS is super focused on this and they just want to make sure people are not doing it. So it's an information return. It's like to keep an eye on you if you have a bank account over 10K or an interest in a a foreign asset individually or through an entity. There's exceptions for IRAs and 401Ks. The problem is if the single member LLC vehicle is used, it's unclear what the rules are. And because the penalties are so steep. Because there's no tax due, it's just an information return. I strongly suggest people file the F bar on the form 114 and the 8938. Um, if you don't want to attach it to your tax return, you can just file a 1065, even though you have one member. Or you can decide to attach it to your return. You can always talk to uh, an accountant or attorney about this, but it's just not worth messing around because the penalties are so steep for um, failure to file. So. Um, yeah, it's it's scary stuff. I wouldn't mess around if you don't have to. Um, so you have some time again. Foreign bank accounts owned directly through an IRA or 401k, okay, you're cool, you're good. No F bar, no 8938. But the single member LLC is the problem because the partnership, you can attach it to the 1065 or just follow the F bar. Single member LLC, pe- some people may want to argue that really is owned from a tax standpoint by the IRA since it's a disregarded entity. The problem is it's still technically owned by an LLC. You still have to respect the legal formality of the LLC from a limited liability standpoint. Um, so I'm not sure how the IRS would react. All I know is the IRS is super litigious when it comes to F bars and 8938, they do not mess around. I have people go to jail for this stuff. Okay, I don't wanna scare people. I'm not saying you wouldn't be able to avail yourself of a reasonable cause, it's an IRA. Clearly you're not willfully trying to evade taxes, but, The IRS um, will find you because these foreign institutions will report you. They have to if they want to be part of SWIFT and and be part of the global financial system, they're going to need to comply. And the IRS, the the U.S. government has the force and ability to strong arm these financial institutions. They did in Switzerland. They did it in South America, done it all over the world for the last 30 years. And they're not messing up, messing around. So just be super cautious. um, it's Not a complicated form. It's nothing to be worried about if you're not doing anything wrong. But report it, and um, you know, just just not worth uh, really fighting this rule, even though you may not agree with it. It's just an area of compliance that we need to deal with. So again, any direct investment in IRA or 401k, you're good. No F R, no 8938. But if it's owned through a single member LC or a partnership or whatever a trust. You, you probably are going to need to file the uh, bar and the 8938 uh, unless an exception is um, satisfied. So there you go. Thank you for listening uh, to this podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, thank you. Uh, appreciate the support. I know it's kind of yeah uh, you know, not such an enjoyable topic, but I really wanted to get it out there before April 18th uh, to give people a chance if, if they're in that in this kind of compliance zone, and they feel they may need to comply with um, F bars, at least get an an exemption, uh, exemption, uh, I should say an extension, um, and see if you can satisfy an exception. But if you don't, you you want to file it, it's not worth the risk of accumulating penalties and getting on the bad and angry side of the Internal Revenue Service. So thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. Have a great rest of your week and uh, take care of yourself.